We appreciate it. Okay, I remember we we're talking about cat diabetes, and it also kind of pertains to dog diabetes and dogs, and in even humans. And so, uh, because I just, uh, yeah, you'll have to listen. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, what did Tim Berners Lee invent in 1989? Do you have any idea, Carly? I have zero ideas because that was um one. I was one years old when that happened. Oh, so really? 1989, really? Yeah. Oh my God! What a pup! What a pup! <laughs> so you ready um, for this? He invented- the blanket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That would be like a 17-something. I know, you know, just had to he, throw out something. He invented the World Wide Web. The intraweb? The w- World Wide <laughs> Web. I don't know wow. if that's the same as internet. It is. Oh, okay. Is it? I think it is. That's Tim Berners-Lee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tim's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. www. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tim Berners-Lee invented it in 1989. I wonder how long he was working on it. Yep. I don't know. I remember what it was. Or supposed. what that consists of. Uh, somebody way back when, they said there'll yeah. be a computer at every household. I was like, yeah, right. Interesting. And then guess what? Yeah, it's it is. crazy. And now it's in everybody's hands, too. I was a year old when that happened. A little pup. <laughs> One years old, y'all. Y'all, y'all. Okay, let's head to the world. No, let's head to the, the world. The world. We're going to head to the world uh, wide web. Yes. Um, we're going to talk to a couple people here. Yes, Who's we are. <laughs> we're going to talk to Raleigh. Raleigh has a question about um, a cat and a new kitten and then the food and litter issues. Okay. Sounds good. Hi, Raleigh. How you doing? Oh, Katie, I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. So you got a new kitten and have an older cat or what's going on? Uh, yes, I have a brand new eight-week-old uh, farm cat. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, and she weighs about 2.12 pounds. Yep. <laughs> um, and then I have a 10-year-old cat, and mm-hmm. they are both calicos. Nice. Um, and the little one and the older one are both um, using the same. They have separate litter boxes, but they are both using each other's. Mm-hmm. Of course. And um, the little one, uh, for the food, they both are, you know, separate dishes and everything in separate places. And the little one is eating the older one's food. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I should be get. She's getting adult food, and she. I have kitten food for her. She gets the, the Nutrisource, the little one. Mm-hmm. But she is more interested in eating the older one's food. Okay. Yeah. The uh, Nutrisource has their. Uh, they have a cat kitten. You yeah. know, yeah, recipe. Yep. So both cats can eat that one if they want. What are you giving the other cat? Um, she gets, I have given her the Nutrisource, but um, she gets the chicken. The little one gets the chicken and peas formula. And then the older one, I had given her that previously, but she didn't really seem very interested. So I gave her some other brand, which I know now after listening to you for so long <laughs> that I should know not to give her anything but Nutrisource. Oh, good, good. So they can both eat that. That's fine, right? Yep. Oh, definitely. Now, one thing, though, what you got to do, because the kitten, now see, I have, uh, my kitten is 11 weeks old that I have left. Okay. okay. I, and the thing is, is that I give her just like, Maybe a tablespoon of the Nutrisource cat and kitten one. All right. Okay. Okay. And then I give her the Nutrisource canned grain free ones. I okay. put a little bit of warm water in it. And then what you could do is feed her in another room so your other cat doesn't get it, you know, so that you know exactly who's getting what. Okay. Yeah. And so anyway, but because their, their teeth and stuff like that are still having a hard time getting going here and those nuggets yeah. are kind of big. So that's why I, I give her the, uh, believe it or not, I give her, uh, 
heavy whipped cream in the morning, which would probably be equal to about a tablespoon and a half. Okay. And then I mix probiotics in there, Uh a little bit of powdered colostrum. And then from standard process, I got uh, a feline immune support. And what I do is I smash that pill up with a smasher and then let it sit in the cream for a little bit so that it gets, you know, so that when I stir it with my finger, it all Mm -hmm. melts into that. And that's what I get. And then plus now the cream, the heavy cream has... uh, has gotten to room temperature. And so that's the first thing that I give the kitten because I want her to be hungry so that she gets now the probiotics. She got the cl- she has the colostrum and then she's got that uh, a whole body immune support from standard process. All right. Okay. So then I, after that, then about an hour later, mm-hmm. then I give her uh, about a tablespoon of the grain free canned. Uh, food from Nutrisource and I put a little bit of hot water with it, stir it up, and then I give her that. All right. Now, after she's eaten the cream and she's eaten the, the 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 canned, then I might put maybe a teaspoon of, of the cat kitten dry formula out for her. Okay. And that's about it. And so then in the evening, I do I don't do the cream. I only do the cream in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so because I want our immune system up and going, because kittens are, especially if you've got a farm cat, yeah, you know they're 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 kind of in the toilet. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that so that's why I would really like to suggest to get the colostrum. Now you can get colostrum online, and um, oh geez, and now I've just lost it. What I was, because what you're looking for is colostrum for like pasture fed cows. Okay, organic, you know, type thing, because there's tons of our colostrum out there. You got to look at what was the source, who who was this cow that we got the classroom for? You know, how was it fed? All right. Okay. And they tell you, if you click on them, they'll tell you if they if it's organic, certified organic, or if it's pasture, pasture raised cows, you know, such like that. And so, and it's just a powdered form, you know, and then, so I mix that in with the, uh, and it's heavy whipped cream. You can do half and half if you want to, you know, but I, but like I said, maybe it's a tablespoon and a half of that. All right. And so then, um, yeah, so because I want this, and then the classroom, the standard process, and then the probiotic. The probiotic that I'm using for my kitten right now is uh, from um, animalessentials.com. Okay, and I've heard you talk about yep. that many times. Yep, yep, yep. And okay. colostrum is also great, and this is all for everybody. For your dogs that are having allergy problems, a lot, putting colostrum in their diet has really helped a lot with some dogs and their allergies. So oh, colostrum, yep. colostrum is a huge thing here. It's for people, too, even for people that are dealing with allergies and such like that. But you've got to find out the source of where your colostrum came from. Okay, and is that something you can get on Animal Essentials? or? Uh, no, they're not into it. Colostrum is uh, uh, right now is a, a bug by itself, okay? It's okay. all by itself. So that's why you just got to uh, Google in colostrum and then start reading on where, you know, what the cows were fed so okay. then you know how the colostrum is going to be, all right? If they're hormone-free, you know, organic, such like that, obviously you're going right. to have better, a healthier colostrum, correct? Okay. Yep. So, so that's what I would do. And so, because like I said, their teeth are not, good. you know, they try real hard, but they really can't crush it. Yeah. You know, very good. And they're more at this point, they're, they're into licking, you know, I mean, their food and not actually chewing the food. And I want right. to make sure that she get, they get, they've got healthy stuff. So that's why I want to make sure the healthy stuff gets in there first. And then if the kitten wants to like dabble in the dry food for a little bit, it's not going to be their mainstay. Okay. She really needs that, yep. that moisture. Yep. 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 Okay. Okay. Cause she is so tiny yep. that I just, I can't even 
<laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. But now, like I say, you get that either heavy whipping cream or mm-hmm. the half and half. And like I say, the colostrum, the probiotics, and then uh, that standard process. Uh, what area you live in? Um, I live in Golden Valley. Okay. You check either standard process. You could either get like a, a, a chiropractor. Okay. Or you could try some health food stores. Oh, and okay. see if they have the whole, the feline, you know, if they, they, if, as long as they carry standard process, they can order anything in for you. Mm-hmm. Say that you want the feline, uh, uh, immune support, feline immune support. Okay. And I would even try the feline whole body support too, because you, since you got a farm cat. Yeah. <laughs> And I, then I just got a pill crusher and I smash it up. Then I put it in the cream and let it sit for like probably 15 minutes. Stir mm-hmm. it by finger so everything is melted and, and stir it together and then give that to the to the cat. Okay. Okay, in eight weeks, you might even want to try t- at least two tablespoons. Okay. Okay, and that's standard process. Yeah, standard process. Okay. All right. Okay, and so the dry food should be... The last thing that she's yes, getting. Yes, right now. Because, yeah, you gotta, you got to build up her immune system. She's not going to get enough, you know, uh, at eight weeks and being mm-hmm. you know, pulled from the mom. She, that's a stress point right there. Right. And so that right now we got to work on keeping them. So we want to put as much stuff in her as we possibly can. And the dry food is just something for her to maybe, you know, buy, I, I put some... Uh, um, Getting some on the floor so the cat could go play with them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then every once in a while she'd she'd eat one. But right now they're 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 at eight weeks. Their their teeth and such like that isn't that great at chewing hard things. So right, and these it, it's pretty crunchy, and you can just hear her trying yep. to get that. So right, okay. Yep. So I wouldn't even. That's why I just get the good grain free Nutrisource canned food, and they got seven new ones without chicken. You know, oh, okay. And because unfortunately, all kid, uh, most your cat feed has chicken, and uh, so they made seven new ones without chicken. And you get different ones and find out what the cat's gonna like. Mm-hmm. All right, because there's gonna be some that the cat's gonna say and the kitten's gonna say not so much, and some of them that are like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll have more, please. Okay. <laughs> I remember as a chi- tur- it is chicken, as the kitten um, ages, you want to bump up the food. You know, that's what you got to remember. Just like with puppies, people kind of feed the same thing. And all of a sudden, the reason why, why isn't the kitten growing or why isn't the dog or puppy getting bigger? Well, you haven't been feeding. You know, each week, yeah. the feed <laughs> should go up because the dog or cat needs more, you know, nutrition right. as they get older. So, Okay. Okay. All right. I've got this written down, so hopefully this will help her. Okay. Oh, yeah. And otherwise, get you give me a call up at Katie's Canine or email me, and then I'll reiterate for you, okay? Oh, that would be wonderful. Okay. okay. Well, good luck with the new kitten. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Kittens. I named my kitten, which I'm supposed to find a home for, but I don't know if I'm going to do that. I named her Adeline. You know, sweet Adeline. But anyway, no, it was that sweet Caroline. <laughs> it's sweet that. Caroline, but I, you could I say sweet Ad- Adeline. Yeah, I said sweet Adeline. Yeah, yeah that is, it works. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, what sea creature has enough power to illuminate a house? What sea creature has enough power to illuminate a house? We'll be back. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, I want to just take a moment here and just talk about cat diabetes. And we got a couple calls, Katie and Julie, if you can hold on. I want to make sure I get this in and I got enough time to get it in instead of just trying to race through it. Cat diabetes is becoming huge. Diabetes in humans and dogs, but cats is huge. Okay, and um, everybody, if you've been listening to the show for the past 17 years, you heard me mention this book, Your Cat, by Elizabeth M. Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S-D-V-M. Okay. Now, she has, this is the Bible for all 
dog, uh, cat owners. This is a must. Please take the time. Very, I think it's like 15 bucks on Amazon or whatever. Who knows? You can find it at your local shop. But anyway, so what, now uh, this chapter says, it starts out, necessity, necessity is a mother and invention. And uh, with uh, Dr. Hodgkin's uh, own cat, Punkin, P-U-N-K-I-N, not pumpkin, but Punkin, <laughs> okay, uh, developed diabetes and uh, it started her down the road of, oh, let's take a look at this. All right. Um, Punkin was very hard to regulate his his uh, blood glucose would swing from a very high to a very low, and he suffered several episodes of very serious conditions called diabetic keodiosis, I think it is, which happens to be when to a cat when too little insulin leads to per- prolonged high blood pressure levels and then after suffering uh, her poor cat for about a year uh, with this she became so frustrated that she decided that uh, to do something that nobody has done before she stepped back and she took a look a good hard look at what she was doing and she asked my, she asked herself why is this so hard what is she what is she doing wrong keeping her cat from from getting better and uh, so anyway so she looked at it now dry kibble foods are very high in refined carbohydrates and simple sugars the the sugar in is absorbed quickly from the food and goes into the cat's bloodstream assaulting the the metabolic machinery of the liver and the pancreas it makes things worse when a cat grazes that means people that leave food out all the time on a high carper high carbohydrate yeah, right. Carbohydrate diet or food all day. This assault goes on and on. There is no rest. This is true of high carbohydrate, high fiber diets, just as it is true for the high carbohydrate, low fiber diets. Uh, realizing all of this, she wondered if a high carbohydrate diet was making pumpkin's diet hard to control. And she also thought it might, um, that, that it might be uh, to, for him because he was acting so hungry. You know how if we eat so many carbs, we seem like we can never feel satisfied. It's like, okay, so you keep eating, keep eating, and then all of a sudden the scale goes up and up, and you get fatter and fatter, okay? Okay, so now what she decided to do uh, was a little experiment with him. He, she changed his diet from one of the high-carbohydrates, high-fiber diets to one of the canned kitten foods on the market this canned kitten food had very little carbohydrates and sugar but lots of protein and fat that pumpkin's body needed so badly Uh, her experiment worked better than she had even dreamed pumpkin's blood sugar levels fell immediately after one day of being on the canned diet Uh, she had to stop giving him the high doses of insulin he used before, uh, because his, his numbers, you know, went down. And so anyway, in fact, the, uh, she had, uh, left the insulin dose the same. And as before the diet change, he would have had some serious low blood sugar, sugar problems within five days on the new diet, which is the grain free canned, canned cat food. Pumpkin did not need any insulin, ins, insulin injections at all. He had a good blood sugar, sugar levels just by eating the canned kitten food alone. All right. Uh, then now all the other veterinarians that she knew in practice who were willing to try uh, her new approach in some of the diabetes cats that they were trying to treat. Working together, they switched a dozen diabetic cats to the new diet. It worked every time. They found that every cat needed a lot less insulin when they ate the canned diet that instead of the high-carbohydrate, high-fiber diet. Uh, many, like pumpkin, went off insulin and shots altogether. 
Gradually, we switched more and more cats to the canned cat food and found the same result. This was definitely the big step forward for cats with diabetes and their owners. All right, now this is, I'm reading from a book that is called Your Cat. And so, and Dr. Elizabeth Hodgkins, H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S, is, it wrote this. She's a veterinary thing. Okay, she said, now today, she says she does not believe excess pound in cats are the cause of diabetes. And a lot of times it's genetic, all right? If obesity doesn't directly cause diabetes, then what does? And it could be genetics. But anyway, so basically here, I have never seen a diabetic cat that was eating canned food or a homemade meat diet based only. In other words, the diabetic cats that come in are basically all being fed a dry base. They're not, they're not a homemade diet and it's not a, like a raw diet or a can. It's always just plain dry food. Okay. And many diabetic cats on, a, on insulin experience per, periodic episodes of hyper, hypoglycemic, which their uh, blood sugar, you know, plummets. And then these cats like pumpkin became weak or even comatose and may even have a seizure. These signs are all result when the cat's brain isn't getting enough sugar or glucose. These serious complications is all too common in dry food fed diabetics. However, we do not see clinical high glycemic in diabetic cats that are eating low carbohydrate wet foods. All right. And as we discussed, one of the pancreas most important jobs is to make sure that the cat's blood sugar levels does not go too high. And on the other hand, one of the liver's most important job is to make sure that the blood sugar levels does not go too low. The pancreas and the liver have to work together as a team to keep the blood sugar uh, steadily in for a normal range for ba- for the for the health. So that's why I don't get so I, you that have the diabetic cats, you know, if you're feeding a dry food, can you at least try this for you know a month and see or eat like here? She said even after a day it made a difference. And you got to be when you switch start switching the diet like this, you got to make sure you can take the numbers whether you take them in and i know one person said that they you know that what you test your uh, your fingers with for uh diabetic you can do that to the cat's ear to get the uh you know the 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 reading of where their blood sugar levels are and uh but the whole thing is is that when you start dicking with the diet and, and doing a better thing your goal would be to get them off the insulin and this is what it possibly can happen her cat got off of insulin and she had been doing it for a year and the cat wasn't getting any better and so then dr Hodge you know, says, okay, what's wrong with this picture? And other vets, uh, you know, went along with it and found the same thing. And so why most vets, why they insist on giving our cats the dry food for like diets, you know, uh, for the, for the, um, yeah, 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 the diabetes. Okay. The, Cause it doesn't that make sense. You eat more carbs that carbs turn in sugar, sugar messes with your, your, your sugar levels. And in your, if you're diabetic and same with dogs, if dogs are eating dry, you know, uh, foods or of us. So the thing is, is it's called plain common sense. So if you want to read more, you can, you know, get this book, your cat by Hodgkins, but otherwise just stop and use some common sense. Just try a grain free canned food for your cat for just even two weeks and make sure you take the numbers. So you're not over giving the insulin and see what your thoughts are and I'd be interested to hear about it too if you do take that that you say well why doesn't my vet know that because that's not the way they were brought up even this even she said after 17 years of being a vet that's the way they were taught 
taught is to do this th- that way. And then by when her own cat has diabetes, diabetes, then she realizes, hey, there's something wrong here and we've got to change something. And so that's when she did it. She created a new protocol. And so hopefully that you are willing to do that. And But make sure that if you do start messing with the diet and you do get on that grain-free canned, canned food, and Nutrisource has got some fantastic, and same with Pure Vita, fantastic, uh, you know, canned foods for your cats that the cats just love. Uh, do that. And some cats are, are only like one particular kind. Remember, don't give them all fish. We're only supposed to have fish a couple times a week because of high uh, uh, level of uh, mercury in, in, in tuna and in, in salmon. So anyway, so try to find like there's turkey liver, there's beef and liver, there's there's a whole bunch of different ones out there. Just check it out. But please, give that a shot. Those of you guys that have got diabetic cats, you know, like I say, you can take a poke in their ear to see whether, you know, let's say we do today, we're doing can food um, t- this morning and this evening. Do not give them any dry whatsoever. No dry whatsoever. And also remember, high carbs, you're always hungry. So those of you that have a cat that's always yelling because and screaming because he's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, because he's eating a total dry food. So then what happens? He's always hungry because that carbs turn to sugar, sugar turns into fat. Now we got a grossly fat cat. So by getting him on the grain-free canned food, guess what? Going to get a thinner cat, healthier cat all the way around. And those of you that have totally indoor cats, please uh, nix the dry and maybe give it as a treat here and there and just get into the grain-free canned foods. And like I say, Nutrisource have got some, an awesome line, all right? All right, go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com then, then to check them all out, all right? All right, where are we at there, miss? Time to go to break. All right, so when we get back, we're going to talk to Julie. And then if you got a, we got a little bit of time left, so if you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071. What revolutionary camera did Edwin Land invent? What revolutionary camera did Edwin Land invent? We'll be back. All right, then. (laughs) I'd like to thank you all for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. And look, the sun has broken out. Carly, did you see that? Can you see that through I all did, your computers? Yes. yes. Looks like the clouds have finally gone away, and so it could be a nice evening in my gazebo, listening to Mama Ren feed her babies, and getting all <laughs> spaced out because I'm in my gazebo, and she doesn't want me there, so that Mama Ren hopefully get those babies big and out of that nest so I can be in there in peace and quiet. Right. But anyway, and then I might do a little mowing. I got. I still got the front yard. In the backyard, I got the rest of it. You are dedicated. Oh, no. You are dedicated, Katie. I love my lawn. I do. I've been weed whipping my girlfriends. They're getting ready for this wedding so much. Oh, yeah. That my weed whipping is is rather deplorable. (laughs) So I will get to that, too. I will get to that, too. Okay. Whoopsies. Boy, some of this print I really can't read without my glasses. Okay. Uh, What revolutionary camera did Edwin Land event? Think about it, think about it, think about it. Is there a Canon Canon camera? Canon? No. Nope. Nope, but nope. can we say Polaroid? Polaroid. Polaroid. Oh. You know, oh, the instant yes. land camera? Remember that? The instant land camera. I never heard it Polaroid. called that. Yes. Oh. Yes. Huh. Cool. So Edwin Land invented that the That makes Polaroid. more sense now. There we go. Doesn't it? Cool. Though? See? That's really cool. See, look at all the fun stuff you get to learn on the Katie Kane. I know. Show. Oh, it's stuff just, I get to share just, with things, full with of people. It. Just full of it. Yeah. Okay, let's head to Julie. Anybody else got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. All right, who's up? Well, Julie's up, yeah. and she just said that she has a hint for small dogs in the winter. Oh, excellent. We like so, that. Hey, yeah. Julie, how you doing? 
Good, Katie. And Good show. Well, thank you. And, well, thank you. And, you, and you're, you're, now the sun just popped out. It's probably getting nice out there. And then you bring in Hint for Small Dogs in the winter. You're really thinking ahead. I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, yeah. And I tried to do it last fall, but I couldn't get in. Uh-oh. And today I found myself listening to you, and I thought, I'm going to do it regardless of what time it Excellent. is. Excellent. That's You get us thinking early. That's the way it goes, too. So what's you up? Know, when it gets... When it gets nasty cold, I'm a long-time pug owner, and when it gets that nasty, nasty cold and the dogs don't want to go outside and mm-hmm. they get their little feet ice-burned and <clears throat> they, they don't do their business, they come back in and it's just a ongoing circle of yeah. don't want to go out, don't want to do it, I'll find a place in the house to do it. Exactly. Anyway, this fall, when we're raking, this works for me like a charm. It's changed. It's a life changer, but okay. I raked, uh, I saved a bag of dr- super dry leaves, All Right. set them aside. When we hit that cold snap where it's just awful, you take a handful of leaves or, you know, you shoveled your little yard for your dog. Right. Grab, open up that bag, put a handful of leaves down in the little yard that you've shoveled for your dog. Yeah. All the difference in the world. The dog wow. walk on the leaves and it's like the pressure's off. They don't even, you know, they even, they walk around and spend some time out there. So that is an it, awesome idea. Really changer. cool. It totally, totally changed my winter last winter. So that is really cool. You got to wow. get that out there because their little feet can handle it. Once there's just a handful of leaves on that snow, that's and, all it took. Right. And how? Now, what made you do that ding, ding, ding moment on that? Well, I, I think last fall everybody was calling in and talking about that. Their little dog would go out and right. not have time to do it because they hurt so bad their feet. And my dog was doing it. She. She'd raise one foot and the other yep. foot, and then she'd tip over because yeah. like, I don't have yeah. any more feet to look up. <laughs> and it That's just fair. all of a sudden it hit me. It's like if I had to, I was going to go buy a bale of straw. And I thought, no, wait a minute. I got some leaves. Or yeah, I we got free stuff right here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So just, and, and then from p- spring, scoop it up, put it in your compost pile, and you're done. Wow. So, Look at that. That's totally making the rounds, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to share it because that I know is, there's a lot of little dogs out there. That, that is um, a really good idea. And also what I like about it is that with the leaves, like if you said something like about straw and, and you know, that's, it's so long. It's so, you know, where yep. the leaves, it, it you can make it as, as, as once you shovel that spot out, it'll fit right. nicely in there without being all over the place like straw does yep. or, or like or hay does. That well, I'm, leaves are free. Straw is kind of expensive. Yo, straw is very expensive. Used to be you can get you know straw for fifty cent now, fifteen cents a bale. Now we're really going back here, but but now yeah. straw is like five bucks. It's straw. They're not even eating it. They're crapping on it. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not even a good litter. Uh, yes, this is a hollow, the hollow shaft that holds the germs. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good point too. Well, Julie, yeah. I might you get the gold star award for one of the best tips of nineteen two thousand nineteen. Now, I hope everyone hears it because it is a game changer. Well, I'll tell All you sudden, what. I'm going to try to remember and write it down so I can try my nimble brain to remember it. But also now, as we are raking the leaves up this fall, and if as right. you're raking and the phone is handy and we're on, call up and say, just a reminder, save a couple bags of leaves depending on how yep. many dogs you got. So that thank is Thank you so much. That, thank you. That, that makes me feel better just knowing more people will know. So. That is smart. Thank you. Thank you, kiddo. You Have bet. a grand Talk day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. That is That is really... That is an awesome idea. That's a cool idea. That really is. I'm impressed. Why are you going to try it? Well, I don't have any trouble with that. I know. <laughs>
Yeah, no, because Ethel, she just goes on the sidewalk. Oh, she does? Yeah, she just okay. kind of walks on the sidewalk, yeah. just on the sidewalk, and so then. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and Gilligan could care less. <laughs> yeah. But no, there are, like she said, pugs are a little bit more sensitive. There are, yeah. you know, certain breeds that are a little bit more sensitive. But like I see, when you got free leaves, but see, I don't have very many leaves because I got a lot of pine trees. Oh, okay. Okay, so then, yeah. like, if you got a neighbor that's got a lot of leaves, say, you know what? I'll rake a bag of leaves for you. Right. I want those. If leaves. I can keep them. Right, right. And you want to make sure they're dry. That's the yeah. thing, you know, because obviously if they get a little bit wet guess what you got frozen leaves and it ain't gonna work so take a couple bags and put it in your in your back of your garage you know that that is really a clever idea i'm impressed that's cool anybody else got any good ideas send them on in <laughs> hey we got open line 651-641-1071 okay then back to let me re go back to the revisit the cat and diabetes uh, you know whereas feeding the dry food remember that it's at least 60% carbs. Carbs turn to sugar. Sugar turns into, if your dog is diabetic, your cat is diabetic, or even you are. And, like, if you're a diabetic, doesn't the doctor tell you, you know, back off on the carbs, stay away from that, and get your sugars naturally and such? And that's same thing with the in the in the uh, cat world. And then what, what Dr. Um, Hodgkins said also is that she has never seen a cat with diabetes, a cat come in, with diabetes that has been fed either a raw or a canned, grain-free canned uh, food diet. N- never. All the cats that come in for with diabetes have been, whereas they've been fed the dry food. And then also, too, like leaving it out, you, you know, and it, uh, leaving it out so they can have something to eat to try to keep their number. No, folks, that dry food, you got to just use the grain-free canned food. And then also, too, now you're going to notice, and those of you that maybe your dog, your cat is not diabetic, but it seems like he's always chronic hungry get them off that dry food get them onto a good grain canned food try it for two weeks folks just try it what, what do you got to lose try, you know either we're nuts you know me and dr hodgkins are nuts or you know what it's a ding 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 moment that it's like okay why didn't my vet tell me this well you know what they, they all go to school and they get different info and there's so much information out there so just use plain common sense and we can figure this out okay Okay, so that's it. Remember, carbs feed diabetes. So no carbs for yourself, even your dogs. Your dogs you want to feed raw, and you can do that to the cat too, or you can feed. But don't feed them anything that turns you know that is carb because then it's going to affect that that levels. Okay, okay, who's up? Okay, we can start with Jana for a little bit. Okay, and she has a question about a dog that is scared of her husband. Alrighty then. Hi, Jana. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. So what kind of pupper? We have a lab. He's six and a half. And years or months? Just years, sorry. Okay. Years old. We just adopted him from a friend that um, is too ill to take care of him. Um, but he's really well trained and he behaves nicely for us. He loves me. He loves the kids. Um, however, he hates my husband. Okay, what ha- what's going on? What- He's really scared of him, so anytime he comes into the room, right away when we got him, he would growl at him. Okay. Um, and we realized, especially when he was wearing a hat or sunglasses, so we learned that, that he needs to, you know, take okay. those things off. But now he won't growl as much or bark at him. He just will, like, kind of pee when my husband's around or offering a hand or, you okay. know, trying to show him any attention. Okay. He'll get really scared. He won't look at him. Um, so he's just tried to talk in a really nice voice to him. He's tried to offer him, you know, treats or right. pieces of food. 
Um, Any other suggestions? Okay, how long have you had them? We've had them about a month, a little over a month. A month, okay. And then, um, is your husband a big dude, deep voice? Mm -mm, No, he's a couple inches taller than me, and people confuse us all the time. So, like, really... Okay, okay, okay. I understand. Okay, can you want to hold on to that thought? We could revisit that when we get home or get back at home. Okay, when we get back. Yeah, hold on on to that thought, okay? Okay. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Okay, the trivia question, we're doing this backwards. (laughs) Who invented the safety razor? Think about it for a sec. Who invented the safety razor? What are the same? What are some of the va- main names out there what, for uh, safety razors? Gillette. Ding 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 really? ding ding. <laughs> I was like, oh. It actually, it's called. He's called King Camp Gillette. King Camp, Camp Gillette. Interesting. Yep. King okay. Camp Gillette in- invented the safety razor. Okay. All right. Yeah. King Camp. C- Gillette. You got it. That's a lot of words. Yeah, just three times real fast. And no, now remember, this no. Saturday is get August 17th, is stamp out, stomp out suicide.org. You can register to go in. It's a five mile K, five, five K, they're not a five mile, five K. And it's up in Wyoming, Minnesota. So you know what, folks? What better? You don't have to go through the cities. You, you don't have, you know, they got tons of places to park out there. It's really a nice get together. So come on out and you can bring your dog, user friendly. Don't bring retractable leashes, just a six foot line or a four foot line they can do the walk with you if you want otherwise you can just hang out grab a burger whatever type thing visit me with me up at uh remember to look for the royal blue avalanche and then my helper laura and her friend and i can't remember and then uh uh free samples of nutrisource and a free bandana so that's this Saturday. Starts at festivities start at nine o'clock, and it's done at noon. So, what better way to help? And all the funds go to Canvas Health, and uh, for to help people with mental health. So that hopefully we can. Uh, and with all these shootings, it's not the guns, folks. It's the people behind the guns. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Jana. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. All right. Whoopsies. Okay. So the the big thing is is that. You have to now. Oh, do you have another dog? I was going to ask that. Do you have another dog? No, we okay. don't have. We have like a guinea pig. That's the only other. Yeah. Animal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one of the very few animals that I never have. I still am trying to figure out guinea pigness because my one girlfriend kind of has. Boring. She has two They're of nice. them and then okay. got three of them. Yeah, so I don't get it. But anyway, okay. So now, uh, when uh, has your husband tried taking the dog for a walk? No, okay. he hasn't. Okay. That's the one thing we haven't tried because he's not. <laughs> super great on a leash right. so we do have the training collar that you recommend and so we we've been doing a little bit of that but he hasn't really spent much time doing that okay so now okay let's see your uh husband's sitting in uh, the kitchen dog walks mm-hmm. into the kitchen what what happens he will ears will go down yep. he'll kind of like hunch like he's scared yep. and then he'll turn around and leave <laughs> okay, okay or he might if if he if my husband talks to him, yeah. he might pee a little bit and okay. then try and leave. <laughs> okay, and what that is, that's called submission urination. That means he's really worried or really happy, okay? And obviously he's showing the whole demeanor is that he's very worried over the situation. Now where he came from, was there men in the house? Yeah, there was a um there was a man. He didn't really look anything like my husband. He's tall with blonde okay. hair, my husband's not with right. dark hair. Okay. Um and but he was like he was a dog lover. Like he was the main trainer okay. in the house. Okay. But yeah, they have lots of dogs. 
Oh, okay. okay. So he was around other dogs. Okay. Uh, the best thing would be to try, let the, let the dog drag a six-foot nylon leash around the house. And then, because um, you, you've got to baby step this. You know, everybody yeah. will, is in a hurry. I, I would put your husband in charge of he's got to feed the dog. Okay? okay, and give the dog a side profile. If your dog, look, if your dog, if your husband looks directly at the dog, okay, that puts a dog on uh, defense. But if let's say the dog okay. is looking at your husband, your husband is to turn his whole body sideways and then glance okay. over his shoulder at the dog and go, "Hey, buddy," and then glance away. Glance his over his shoulders. Hey, buddy. Side profile to a dog. And this sounds goofy, but a lick, a lick. I always screw this up. A lip lick. You know, side profile, and if you lick your lips, uh huh. Okay, that's uh, uh, like, hey, I mean you no harm. All right. And so, if okay. you're, let's say, if your uh, husband's sitting in a chair, the dog comes in, have him turn to his where the side profile to the dog. If his hand goes out to the dog, the dog's gonna head for Kansas, right? Yeah. So, so he yeah. cannot go to the dog. It's got to be the dog's idea to come to him. And I mean, just something as you put uh, the, the feeding. Uh, you know, uh, food in the dish, and then mm-hmm. step step away. Uh, also, you might want to okay. take one of the feeding times. Give your dad, your, your dad, your your husband. Uh, they have the pouches where you can put food in. You know that you can carry like around your waist or whatever, mm-hmm. or give him a baggie. And just have the just say have him give him one of his feedings when you've got time by just dropping it and say, "Hey, how you doing?" And then you know, keep walking. You know, just where the, uh, he's just going to say the dog's name, keep walking, and just drop. You know, so then all of a sudden, good oh, things come okay. from your husband. Yeah, we but, were trying to do the treat thing and like throw it behind him, uh-huh. but the dog won't even like touch the treat. Right, like, Be- right, because he's so nervous, he's so scared that that's that's a they shut down like that. But see, if your husband can work on back. This the dog to uh, his back to the dog and side to the dog, not the front profile to the dog. Okay. All right, not he's not to look directly at the dog. He can glance at the dog, but then have him look at the floor. Okay, then he can okay. glance at the door and have him look at the floor. But see, once he it, it, it will, it's going to be tough. But it can be. My Ethel, it took two years. Okay, for oh, her to goodness. yes, I know. And and everybody wants it in a hurry, wants it fast, and then what happens? They usually move too fast, and then it goes back even worse. <laughs> and so, but the more your dog, your husband can ignore the dog, the better. Oh, now do you have anybody? Is just you know, I've only you've only had him for a month. But yeah. in your family, is there uh, has he met any other dog in your family? You know, like friend? yeah, he met my brother's dog. And how did yep. they get along? They were fine. They weren't like best friends. Okay, but they were they were fine. Okay, together. because what you could do is if you could find a play buddy that that dog really likes. Uh huh. Then and and then that other dog likes your husband. <laughs> oh, what you do is you tether the dogs together, and then your husband calls over the you know the the dog that knows him and likes him, and he is just a, you know pet the, that dog and not even look at the other you know the one you have now, because the more yeah. he look at him and the more you try to go towards him, the more the dog's going to retreat. But then by yeah. with him this uh, if he has a good friend, a buddy, a four legged buddy, you know that your dog, and he he mm-hmm. trusts that dog. He's going to see, well, that he's okay with him. So then oh, he'll okay. start following his lead, you know, whereas all, but that, that your husband is never to touch the dog unless the dog literally comes up and like sits by him. Remember, side profile, 
or uh, yep. back to them, and then then you can give them just a little pet, but don't don't go nuts. Don't go. Oh, look okay. at you! You're touching me. Just a little. Hey, buddy. The more nonchalant he can be, you know, what I mean, the the easier and the quicker time it's going to take for that dog to warm up to him. But the more your husband goes after him, the more that dog is going to take off. All right. So it's a okay. major baby steps because it's got to be the dog's idea. Or like I say, I've been lucky with a couple of people that I've worked with. The new dog is scared of the husband, but they have an older, you know, another dog in the house that loves the husband. So I just yeah. said, I just said tandem, tandem together. And so now I but totally ignore the one that's scared of you. And then pretty soon you'll find that dog standing next kind of like, well, apparently he likes you. So, you know what I mean? They, they get, they build Not this, so bad. right. They build the strength and realize it's nothing to worry about through the confidence of this other dog and so that okay. sometimes will bring it to be it will bring it around but you just My have husband, to he takes I, I, he takes a lot of you know like kind of walks by the river and stuff and he usually brings the kid and uh-huh. kids and and i thought well, maybe if he brings the dog on those things mm-hmm. he would i would be gone because he definitely relies on me like yeah. the dog use me as right. I wouldn't do I that mom, that fast I, if he can go down the block and back without the dog freaking out then try it okay. outing like that okay and what yeah, you, I, and what, say, I didn't know if that would be no I see what you want what you want to do is make sure too that you have a non-slip collar you know what a martingale collar is no. Okay, look it up. It's a, called a martingale okay. collar. And what it is, it's a nylon collar that slips over. You fit it kind of snug, so it just, but then there's a ring and you hook your leash to. And the dog tries to, like, let's say he gets spooked or scared from your husband. Yeah. And he tries to back out of his collar. He can't back out. It snugs up. Uh, the greyhound industry invented them because if a greyhound oh. got lost, they were gone. So look up martingale collar or no slip collar for dogs. I think okay? the training collar we came with came with one of those okay yeah because you want to because you don't want him to freak out so bad like if he's on a walk by himself and the dog is like oh my god i'm gone you know and then all of a sudden there's a collar and no dog so okay okay give that a shot and give me a call up at katie's canine needle for more okay thank you thanks for the call kiddo thank you carly as all usual you're awesome thank you all for sharing your afternoon with me greatly appreciate it don't hide those dogs train them and if you got any questions give me a holler go to mytalk1071.com and check out my facebook page and my website 